Before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a quick second and shout out my guy, Josh Whiting, a.k.a. Bright Cole. Man, he is such a phenomenal and dope designer, creating logos and brands for youth ministries, conferences, churches, and you guessed it, your favorite fashion podcast. Bright Cole is working on some new logos and branding for us right now. It's been a super awesome process getting to work with him. We hopped on a call. We talked about some brands and logos we were feeling, talked about direction, and he's in the lab right now cooking up the freshest designs. So if you want to update your logo, you want to give your youth ministry a new look, or you're just looking for some dope insight on branding, hit up my guy, Bright Cole. Go ahead and follow him on Instagram at Bright Cole, and you can go to brightcole.com and sign up for his email list. It's actually monthly-ish, packed full of value and sick content, and it will not bug you. So hit up our guy, Bright Cole, and get the bright cold difference today today on the show we've got her highness of hustle the empress of the indoors the princess of the pesto pasta the creative strat queen the heiress of ooligans the sneaker savant the mixed texture muse liar of the lyric slide she's living in the fast lane going full speed the not casual countess you want on ministry wear <laughs> well join the corazon club creative director designer model this is adeline saldana this is ministry wear adeline welcome to the pod no way <laughs> that is welcome. incredible that's... Yeah, that's, a, that's the type of quality service the ministry provides. Was there any moniker that stuck out to you before we really jump into the pod? Yo, how did you know I love pesto? Well, that's... what people put on the gram. That's true. You can learn. behind the scenes doing some yeah, research. I have all, all my hackers, all my research. The BTS. Absolutely. Yeah, the princess of the pesto. I was just going to do princess of the pesto, but then I add pesto pasta because I like the... Yo, you know, like the flow. Yeah. Diehard pesto fan. That was, he said, join the Corazon Club. I'm like, absolutely, everyone, please. Like, yes, get in line, get in line. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Ministry, where I am your host, as always, the Prince of Prayer, Carson Cooper, joined by my guy, the Osho himself, Theo, Reverend Ryan. Theo, how you doing, big guy? Doing so freaking good, man. Dude, we have a killer show today. We've got Adeline. This is a groundbreaking episode. Now, I'm going to say this before we say anything else, okay? And this is a little bit of a rant. You are, Adeline, our second female guest ever on the pod. Hey, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. We had our first female guest, Lexi Westlake, a couple weeks ago, okay? And then I started looking at the numbers, right? I'm, I'm in the back room checking the numbers of the pod, right? The episode featuring our first female guest, lowest viewed episode. Shady. And I thought, Garmy, those are our fans. You guys can do better. We got to yeah. support the women that are out here flexing in both the ministry and the fashion. So listen, that's not going to deter us. We're bringing on more women. We're bringing on more diversity. We're going where no other fashion podcast has gone before. And so Adeline, we're super stoked to have you on today. Yo, I'm, I'm so pumped to be here. <laughs> this like, is what incredible. Did I sign up for? I'm like, <laughs> what? what is going on? But also like... I listen to other podcasts, you know, other fashion things and stuff like that. And then right. I'm like, this is exactly where I've always wanted to be this moment yeah. right here. Let's yeah. go. I love it. All Good. right, Theo, do what you do, big guy, and start the show off right. So Adeline, we always start with what we call the fit check. So I've got a question for you. Um, and the question is, would you like God to rain down blessings on your life? Or would you like him to well something up inside of you? Meaning, would you like to start your fit check from head to toe or toe to head? 
Yo, I was like, I'm. I was like, both. Can I? Can I do both? I was like, you. You bring the blessings involved. That means both. So from the um, inside out, Lord. Absolutely. Open up the heavens. Oh yeah, where are you going? I immediately was like, let it rain. <laughs> I love it. All right, yeah. So go for it. Fit um, check. I was prepared because I was like, you know, I also I like got ready for the day, but I was like, I want right, to be ready right, for right. this moment just in case. Yeah. Um, mm. I'll I'll start from the bottom up. You know, I'll go from the All the right. feet up. Well up, All well right. something up. Because it's love usually it. what I do last, but I have it in my brain first when I'm getting ready. One hundred percent. Let's see. So first, we got the kicks. Kicks, we are wearing the uh, women's dunk highs in sale. Okay, yeah. yeah. Periwinkle and cream. Yep, that's yeah, beautiful. They are my first pair of dunks. Um, dunk okay. highs, dunk highs. Yeah. And nice. they're women's, which was massive. I'm like, my size, it fits. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. And they're not like a weird, like, heel, like a high heel thing. It's like, Yo. no, we just want a normal sneaker. <laughs> those yeah. are Thank crazy. You. Those are crazy. I Someone brought those up the other day, and I was like, I can't believe those are real. But also, <laughs> that's how I feel about a lot of fashion things. Um, then we For got sure. the classic Nike black tube sock, just the classic Nike yep, black classic. one. White check. Took a page out of Theo's book. Mm-hmm. Easy, so easy. You know, Nordstrom's Rack, by the way, plug for Nordstrom's Rack, like 12 pack of Nike socks, cheap. Clutch. Theo, Theo Clutch. you need to, I know what you're going to say when she talked about deals at Nordstrom, Nordstrom Rack. So why don't you just go ahead and say it? You just, you got to come out to Phoenix and hit up Nordstrom Last Chance. Okay, so it's the Nordstrom Rack of the Rack. That's that, but that's where it's at though. That's the underrated Dude, pieces. Yeah, Oh, it's it's literally ne- so good. Okay. Yeah. I'm sold. But I'm that's sold. That's Theo's like classic spot. It's he's like, spot, where did yeah. you get this helmet laying trench trench coat? You know, like, last chance. <laughs> like Theo, it's 900 degrees right now. He's like, but it's helmets anyway. But it's fa- yeah. The trench. Fashion, yeah. fashion, dedication. No, I'm here for that. We'll talk about that offline because I am. Okay, okay, okay. And you you only yeah. tell people you say last chance because they're like, oh, they don't ask questions, so then they don't know your spot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So maybe we'll have to bleep okay. out the fact that you, you know, talked about it, but that's all right. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's Theo's well-known stomping ground. So yeah. Yeah. all of the Garmy already knows our tricks. So if you go up from there, which another rack plug really quick, I have on the Yeezy season six Yo. shorts, like the like cozy yeah. shorts with the little yeah. zippers. Got them at Nordstrom's rack. Let's go. Hey, okay. See something bucks. So it's like, Sick. I heard they were there, went to go, found them. Execute. Game over. The target yeah. was in range. You had it in sights. Trigger pulled. Target executed. <laughs> Made the purchase. Absolutely necessary. And then I'm actually wearing my t-shirt today. So <gasps> let's go. Yeah. Let's go. So, be your number one biggest fan. We love her. So I, you know, production fail, but I guess a win for me because now I have like 20 black T-shirts that are all the same. Yes. And uh, in production, we didn't do a shrink test. So for tall six foot guys, it's a crop top. But for me, as like a five, you know, five, three, five, four, five, five, depending on the shoe. Yeah. (laughs) It's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely perfect. So Love we have uh, my black, you know, full speed, not casual, but never um, sold a t-shirt. 
Let's go. The unreleased. The unreleased Garm. Absolutely. And then you go up from there, you know, we got all the chains we got. I know. Talk about the the, the jangling chains. Hey, we yeah. have a couple pieces here. So, um, let's see. We have... Uh, it's a collection over time, really. So there is a brand on Instagram that I fell in love with, and it's gold-filled because, you know, balling on a budget, okay, cool. shop thrifty, look expensive. Listen, right, right. when you're balling on a budget, the haters can't touch it, okay? So do what you do. Exactly. They don't know. What they don't know, don't hurt them. Um, right. Well, we got, you know, the thicker chain, I guess. I don't really know what this one's called, but it has, like, ovals. They're all connected. Then we have That's this cool. this one underneath here. So my goddaughter just got baptized this past week. I also became a godmom so cool. this week. So like, Let's hey. go. big shout, moment for you. Shout out big God. Week. <laughs> you want to hear something sad? Both all of my godparents have passed away. So oh, if my real parents pass away, who's gonna take care of me? God, you know. You know, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> who's going to take I care guess, of me, my wife, exactly and my children? Right <laughs> Literally God. <laughs> himself. Okay, go on. So you're dripping in finesse with, what was the brand? Gold hey, fill? We, no, they're just gold filled pieces because oh, you right. can't, gold is very expensive if you want to go in for the win. And so right, I just right. do gold filled because it's a cheaper option, but it's still, you know, still works, still does the what it's yeah. supposed to do, doesn't tarnish. Um, yeah. Then me and my goddaughter, we have the matching, you know, connected hoop necklace. Again, gold. I used to be diehard nice. silver. I'm now. I have a set of each. Really? I worked hard. Now we have a set of each, so I can do gold today. And then Dang. I currently I work at Kith right now. You know, my part time oh, yeah. side hustle. So they had these these earrings. Long story short, I accidentally dropped my earrings out the car. They got run over in Silver Lake. Oh. oh. <laughs> Just a classic thing to happen, you know? I found them, and I was like, okay. ah, yeah, no, these aren't going to work. And so we went with some new new vibe. We have... Ronnie himself saw it all take place, and he's like, listen, you know what? You're a good employee. I'm going to take care of you right now. He's like, we have some other options for you besides the, you know, tire track hoops that you got going on yeah, there. He cracked right, open a right. kid treat, and it was the prize in the bottom of the cereal. Exactly. So we have, you know, just... Not a hoop, but we have a piece. Both earrings, they match, but then there's some like diamond charms, little length on here. And then to top it off, we have blue hair. So let's go. (laughs) Big vibe. Is that new or has that been the case for a while? So it's definitely my most favorite medium, like as far as like art and expression accessory, because I can wear whatever I want and keep it simple. And then the hair just kind of like brings that extra pizzazz. Mm But I didn't start dyeing my hair until I took a break during quarantine because salons closed, obviously. Um, But I've been with my hairstylist since 2013. So I've been like her model, which means she's been blessing me with free hair. That's awesome. So she's been doing my hair for free for that long. And uh, now I'm on to blue. But I took a break and I was like, let me let this all grow and be healthy. And then I was like, honestly, I feel so powerful and feel like really confident with, with I have with colored hair. hair. Yeah. That's sick. That's a, I'm, I'm honestly a proponent of guys coloring their hair like a crazy color. Like I'm like, guys, and for all, most of our listeners are men. If you're going to color your hair, like just make it look crazy. Cause no one's like the transition from brown to black. Like who needs that? You know what I mean? Right. Like, or like your highlights. Come on, dog. Like the sun's not kissing you out in Kansas. Yo, like frosted tips. Um, watch out. No, like just go on. for the go for like pink hair. You know that would be insane and nuts. 
Okay, Theo, that sounds like a complete fit check. It is indeed complete fit check. Okay, Adeline, longtime listeners of the show will know that there are three main subjects of this show, and they are Garms. Clothes and shoes. God. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the guys. Carson and Theo. Ourselves. So we're going to start really where the most pressing and important subject, and then we're going to save the best for last, and we're going to start with the guys, okay? So when the guys, <laughs> we're just going to hit you with some questions that have been really rolling around in our brain. So first off, I want to know, if you take a look at your bio, you know, on the website and where you emailed us, hit up AdelineSaldana.com. Um, give us some insight about the origins of caring about clothes because uh, obviously in in your bio you talk about playing collegiate soccer so I'm sure there's some connective tissue from the sportswear um, into now you know streetwear and you know what's pressing at the moment but talk to me a little bit about the origins has it always been like oh yeah I was always wearing Nike sweats or Adidas stuff getting ready for soccer and then I was like you know what this kind of looks fly or was it tandem so talk to us about the origins of yeah. clothes so I love that you brought up sports and things because I never fit the mold of the classic athlete. I was right. blue Q blue hair. Hey, yeah, Q <laughs> blue hair, just the a little bit of like tattoos and then I went through a goth stage. So, throw it back. Let's Haven't see. Haven't we all? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shout out goth everyone's emo and goth stage, honestly. RIP <laughs> where it belongs. Um, but throw it back to elementary school. And I know we're going way back. So clothes have always and fashion have been super big passion of mine since I was a kid. I was like designing, using, I don't know what I was thinking, using a ruler, going very sharp edges on these skirts and shirts I was designing, just crispy edges, yeah. a That's ruler awesome. and colored pencils and experimenting. But I've always been really artsy, splatter painting, drawing, everything as a kid, writing. But in elementary school, my first pair of kicks that I was like, dang, those are fire. I wish I had them now that like kind of sparked like I actually care and this is unique and they're different. So it was a pair of Etnies. And oh, excellent. Okay. Bright, I hope, I hope bright, you're going where I think you're going. Yeah. Bright neon blue puffy Etnies. Like suede oh, yes. though. Yes. They And yes. like got them at a thrift store and... Yeah. Did they have like that what appeared to be an M on the side? Yes, Absolutely. And Absolutely. then you kick it up when you're skating, turns doing E. Hey, watch out. We're unlocking <laughs> memories some members of the Garmy didn't know they had. And they're realizing, I remember those shoes that had an M on them, but then they're, we're breaking the code that it was really an E. For major. Etnies. Major. And yeah. so wearing those shoes, elementary school, playing soccer with the boys, you know, but also wearing sp- Sportswear as well, graphic tees. Mm-hmm. I was super into like rust, uh, Rusty and um, Volcom. Are you a California native? Yes, born and raised California okay. on the west side, like in in the sand, essentially. Really nice. Beach we kids. just did a pod with some dudes from. We were just in Southern California. No we were just way. in Orange County. Yeah, so we uh, got flown out to do some life changing ministry again. To people listening, you can fly us out too. We'll come. Um, but we just got a total education crash course in SoCal style and the real emphasis in the surf skate. So you saying this is just, you know, echoing and strengthening their point of view. So, yeah, okay, I'm, go on. So I'm you're saving rocking up. the Etnies. I'm you're telling the boys, the... don't sweat me in my Etnies. <laughs> don't sweat me you're in my Etnies. Absolutely. Um, but in elementary school, started there, a lot of graphic tees, a lot of pieces like that. But then fit that tomboy role. But then I, I remember one day I wore striped tights, a jean skirt, 
and I was like, everyone made fun of me. And I was like, dang, I was just trying to rock what I wanted to rock. Like, yes. yeah, right. And I, so I was like hate to see it. stuck in that mold. But ever since then, though, like I just know that fashion mattered to me. Clothes mattered to me. Hit middle school. Then we did the low top chucks, sharpied all over them. Care Bear purple laces, like just always was different. Did everything different. That was always like a tough piece though, because if you look different and you're a kid, people aren't gonna be down with you. It's like very easy to just get like pushed to the outside. But went through my goth stage and then went into high school, really wanted to be an art major in college. Had a lame art teacher, told me my portfolio sucked. And I was like, dang, but. I really don't think my style like hit and start going off mm-hmm. until I think in the last couple of years, once I left college okay. and like really experimenting, really being okay with like, Hey, I love this. I'm going to wear it. And it's not going to, I don't care. Yeah. Like I don't, I never yeah. really cared in general what people thought about me, but I yeah. think that I realized that I had the ability to express myself through my clothes and like take what was going on in my head and express it and then relate to people that yeah. way. Which right. was so cool. major. We've talked about it a, a couple times, and, and and I have it in a sermon that's based on you know the concept of your calling and your purpose. But it's like the the iPhone effect in 08. Like when that thing dropped in 08, no one had ever seen anything like it before, so they didn't know what to do with it. Remember, they're like, "What do you mean it doesn't flip? What do you mean it only has one button? What do you mean like?" It does this, that, and the third, and what people don't understand, like, they don't accept easily. But now, like, it's just because the world had never seen it before. But now, you know, everybody's rocking, you know, an apple on the back of their phone. And so when it comes to the personal style evolution, like, hey, ladies and germs out there, like, don't be surprised when people don't get it. There's never been a you before. Like, right. you've never been on this planet doing this exact thing until now. So listen, they didn't know what to do with Steve's phone why are they going to know what to do with you? You know what I mean? Like, they've just never seen you before. Dang, that's so good. Come on. on. You're, yeah, you're hitting on a really cool concept, especially to, like, the mold breaking and, like, um, lane changing in a healthy way of, you know, uh, finding, you know, trying to do the, the jean skirt, and then people are like, you suck, we hate you. Or, like, just be a sports person. It's like, well, what if I want to do the jean skirt? Like, what if I want to do that? And then the next day, I'm in a big, Theo rides with me a lot. I'm in a big, like, cowboy phase right now. Hey, come on. No, for real. cowboy hats and stuff. Yes. But then this morning, I took my son to the skate park. And then we are in Southern California. We were skating. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to be a cowboy one day. I'm going to be a shredder the next. Like, it's just all who I am. Absolutely. Multidimensional chameleon vibes. Yeah, speaking of multi-hyphenated, multi-dimensional, you've got so much cool stuff going on, and I came across (laughs) your page on Instagram. I'm really not sure how, um, but found you and then found a um, couple of the projects you're working on, some of the friends. So talk to the people about some of the really cool um, fashion and creative projects that you're doing, i.e. being full speed, not casual, and then the Corazon Club. Corazon Club, man, there's... It's hard to find any info. I've requested to yep. join with Ministry Work. Yep. Still left on requested. Okay, so it's it's locked down tighter than a, you know FBI secret. So it really educate is. Educate the people. It really is. You're so, like, even for me, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I'm you know I'm always still figuring things out too as a creative. It's like, do I like it? I don't know. Let me think about it, and then like right, starting right. over five times. But right. during quarantine, I had a moment where I was like what's going on? Oh my gosh, my life. And I think everyone had that. Everyone's like rethinking their whole existence. And 
So I had a moment. I had a life coach. She's incredible. And she was like, well, what do you want to do? Like, what do you actually want to do? And I was like, to be honest, I want to create. Like, I want to make clothes. I want to do, like, turn my ideas into reality. And she's like, okay, do it. I said, wait, what? Wait, do it. She's like, yes. Do what you need to do. Set up a plan and let's get this going. And I, like, honestly was in shock when, and, like, just couldn't believe that someone was saying, hey, go for it. Like, I needed permission for some reason to do that. Yeah. And... So during quarantine in about March, I started my journey with full speed, not casual. And that idea came out of, hey, I can't find things that I love. I can't find clothes and specifically starting with like cut and sew a pair of shorts, like basketball shorts. It was toasty. I'm like, what am I going to wear? And I'm a tomboy. Like I wear a lot of guys clothes oversized, but there wasn't a pair of basketball shorts that like hit you perfectly at the thigh but also perfectly in the waist, had pockets that like didn't shake your iPhone around. Like there was just all these yeah. little details and yeah. colors that I w- wasn't finding. I'm like, well, s- you know, forget it. I'm going to make my own then. And so that's where my journey started with that. But the name specifically came from the moment of um, realizing that I wanted to live my life full speed, not casual. Yeah. So. And Even just as someone, I struggle with anxiety and depression. And I know a lot of people are dealing with that, but mine mine goes back years. And um, I got to a point where I had no other option. I had to live my life. Someone said it full speed, not casual, and just boom, clicked. I was like, I don't want to die. Like straight up, it was like life or death for me. I'm like, okay, well, I need to start living my life at full speed ahead. Like gassing it 100 miles not casual, doing everything at my full capacity because I have no time to waste. And mm-hmm. it was life or death. I had to. And so that's where that name popped out of. It was yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. A mentor of mine has a, a message in a sermon, but essentially he's quoted saying, like, I'd rather burn up than burn out any day. Like, I'd rather, you know, and whether that's or your professional career or your life in God or, or with your family, like, I think we're, it's all the same sentiment. I'd rather burn up. Like, I'd rather give it 100% full speed. Like, the whole thing, I'd rather burn up in a blaze of glory than just burn up, than just fizzle out with some gas still left in the tank or just fizzle out because of no motivation. And so yeah, yeah. You, you're hitting it. Um, speaking of things that hit, when you go to the Instagram, the full speed, not casual, IG gram, which, guys, right now, 140 followers. Come on, Garmy. Let's come through and, and buy some shorts. <laughs> These yellow ones are, are speaking to me at the moment. Um, our kind of, like, brand color is, like, the same yellow. So I'm smelling a collab in the future. I'm um, down. Collaboration is yes. so major. Yes. But they are looking so awesome. This... So much of what you're hitting on, I'm like, this is um, Theo and his wife's style. Like all this stuff, I could see. Like I could see Theo in these shorts, like all the time. Like you're talking about the Yeezy stuff. Theo's a big like Yeezy man. um, My my wife was looking up your stuff last night and was so hyped about this episode. Yo, I'm sending you. Okay, offline again. Give me the Addy. I'm sending. I'm sending y'all shorts because I'm at a pause right now. So, like, I'm sending you guys shorts because I'm at a pause. Everything's basically samples because I was like, hey, it's expensive to do cut and sew in Los Angeles. Everything's shutting down every five minutes. You're like, your factory's closed. Your producer has COVID. You're just like, what is is going on? Come on, guys. Let's just chill. 
I just got blue hair and I'm trying to make some freaking shorts. I'm trying to like not You like, guys are taking this casually? Me? Not so much. Not so much out here. Trying to create just a little bit, no big deal. But oh yeah, that was a that that's was a beautiful. big Oh, that's why I stopped and that's why Cortisone Club came like was birthed really. Like yeah. full okay, speed. Okay, so talk about that. Yeah, what no. Is that? Full speed was put at a pause just because expensive it was wild and i was like let me reset let me decide what makes sense for me right now going even out of quarantine not knowing in la too it's literally you never know i'm like you tell me something i don't know i'm just gonna enjoy where i'm at because i don't know if that's gonna actually happen so cortisone club i was like okay i love full speed but at the same time my passions were shifting like i could see god doing Mm -hmm. something in me that was like we're shifting things you're getting involved in new things like Let's figure this out. And so my idea behind Cortisone Club, and that's why it's still in development too, because I'm like, okay, finally things are opening up fully where I can like produce actually and I have access to things again. Yeah. That's a, I mean, the patience to be okay with not having the tools right away is massive for creators. That's a whole other conversation. (laughs) At this point in my life, us doing something similar in the creative space and and having the same kind of ideas of, you know, I want to create clothes. Like, the classic Kanye rant of the yeah. you don't under or you don't have the answers sway like makes so much sense because he's like I have this vision for something but I I don't have the tools to make it like I don't own a factory which then right. you cue the Adidas like that's why he needed Adidas because they have this thing so like help me click clack click clack produce the thing in my brain and so. Um, I think you utilizing like the uh, benefit of being in LA, but also to conquering the greater hurdle, which is like considering yourself worthy to do something creative, to take a risk. I think is something all the listeners on the pod can, you know, take to heart and imply. So, okay, this, let the secret out. What is the club? Let us let us in the club about the club. <laughs> so that's the thing. Everyone's already in the club. They just don't know that they're in the club. Hey. Wow. So, corazón. So I'm I'm Mexican, Mexican Italian, yeah. and but like definitely white passing human was like multicultural growing up. Didn't know it, and um, yeah. so I'm like, okay, I love. And I've always like my parents were like, hey, we don't speak Spanish because my dad understands, but my mom doesn't right. speak Spanish. It was really important that like I knew Spanish though. My mom was like, I don't care that I don't know it. But you're gonna learn Spanish because. It's super important to speak another yeah. language and just like the value like the value in that. And I'm like, absolutely, yeah, I'm down. So growing up, always like spoke Spanish, like with quotations around mm-hmm. it, like very Spanglish, but um, I always connected with it. I'm like, th- that's another way to connect to someone. So I'm like, and For I sure. always, it almost felt like of my friends who spoke Spanish too, I'm like, yo, I got you. And yeah. so then in my head, I'm like, corazón, like, love like heart like right. that's what that means to me but the idea that everyone has a heart yeah everyone like at a base level human level like so base level of everything that everyone's going through like we have heart like we have a heart yeah. it's beating hopefully you know but that was the biggest thing for you i'm like what is a base level of a way for humans to connect because there's so much conflict going on in the world mm-hmm. everyone's calling each other out for stuff like yeah there's just lack of connection and human like just love for each other and just mm-hmm. i just level felt that passion and understanding yes totally majorly and i'm like okay what's the base level yo you have a heart i have a heart sick 
I got you. Like we can yeah. connect somewhere about something. And that's where Corazon Club came out. I'm like, and it was dope because on Instagram, I always know I'm supposed to pursue something when I'm like, the handle's not taken? Okay. Yeah, let's go. Game on. on the door. <laughs> so let's just say Adeline, we can't reveal too much, but we know that feeling. Yes, exactly. It has made me like, okay, there's all the stars are aligning for me. And then for sure. in the bio, if you click translate, it just would say heart club. And I'm like, dang, that's sick. Okay. That's <laughs> wow. That's really cool. I had the hype. I felt the hype like from, I celebrated myself in that moment. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So that's going to be most likely just, we'll start with like hoodies um, cool. and see kind of where that goes. But I'm really going to stick to a lot of like neutrals because I feel like that works yeah. on all skin tones and body types. And yeah. my, my biggest thing is like, can I provide sizes from extra small, quote, zero, whatever you are, to, right, right. you know, that triple X, that curvier to, body. Super yeah, important yeah. to have size inclusion for me. So I'm making sure I'm doing it right with cool. being able to, all my friends, being able to fit in my clothes, you know? Yeah, that's sick. That's the secret. Um, I, I see so much connective tissue. Again, you're the empress of the indoors. When you go to the site, we see a big <laughs> um, indoor fashion focus. And indoor, you know, the cozy, it's in the home. The home is where the heart is. The heart is the corazón club. So, I mean, is this, is the club taking some inspiration for your love of the indoors and the cozy aesthetic? Yo, I, I love this. This is so fun. Um, I mean, absolutely. Because it was became, fashion became, I feel like, okay, what's comfortable inside? Because we're stuck inside. Yeah. So it's like, what can I yeah. wear? But like, feel cozy, feel good about it. It was like right. a Yeezy slide, tube sock, sweatpant or sweat short. Like I had to like feel good about myself in being in my room on For Zoom sure. all day. So the shift of like, okay, I can't get a fit off outside at work, but can I do it at home? And I think that's right. when you really find out how creative you are with fashion because you don't have anyone. To, it's not showing it off. There's no pressure to like, I don't know, make sure that you look good for that person or the pick. Mm. It's in your house. It's you. For sure. For also, sure. I love my room. I do. I'm like one of those people yes. that like at the end of the day, I love my bed. I love yeah. my plants. I love all of it. That's awesome. Which is so good because we spent a lot of time in our rooms lately. Yo, if you don't have plants, <laughs> all the listeners out there, if you don't have plants, at least one plant in your room, mandatory. You have to get yeah, one. You gotta get some plants. Yeah, you look like you're in a forest right now for those of us obviously listening. It's amazing. Yeah, or an arboretum or something. Yo. Yeah. Botanical Adam, the gardens. Arboretum, Adam, the arboretum assassin. The arboretum, <laughs> the arbiter of the arboretum. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, speaking of things that you love and give you life like plants, when you peruse the, your gram again, we do our research, I realized how I found you. I found you through another co-worker or friend of yours the the dude who runs crew vintage oh yeah dom jones shout out crew vintage okay shout out him trying to get him on the pod uh we've not had it happen yet but (laughs) it is so indicative of the point i'm trying to to uh get to but you guys are all clearly supporting the homies in the creative projects because then when i dm you you turn me on to another friend of yours the lately um Brand, So it's like super sick that you guys are all in this community. And I think it's a cool trade of community that's like, yeah, my friend has a creative project or idea. I'm going to help support it or I'm going to, you know, run with it. We almost talk about it almost on every pod. But it's interesting when you're starting this thing as two normal dudes because we're just pastors in Arizona. Like 
we'll have people that will support the pod or be friends of it and we've never met them but then sometimes the people closest to you in your circle it's like oh yeah i don't listen to that and you're like oh thanks so it's super cool that you guys seem to be supporting one another so talk about like what it's like being a community that's like trying to give each other life and support and when i'm sure in la sometimes the stereotype could be like oh a brand is dime or dozen or a thrift account is dime a dozen like but you're not friends with all those people so what makes the difference dang i mean i think i got really lucky too like the amount of creative yeah. friends that like i that i have around me is so unique it's i think a lot of creativity too was birthed out of this time of like self reflection that everyone had to go through but yeah. people realize that for some reason like quarantine or covid they somehow got permission to dream and produce the dreams that they've been having forever and For sure. i don't know what it was that a you know that this hard time gave people permission, but hey, we'll take that as a positive coming out of this. Like a lot of my friends were like, oh, I, I can create, I can do this. And I'm like, absolutely. Right, like right. it's so hard. People, I don't, I didn't even realize, you know, you hear it's like, oh, it's tough. It's the grind. You know, it's a hustle in LA to like make your own brand and get popular and all this stuff. And it's a stigma to be like competitive for sure. Like yeah. I catch myself too. Like I have to check my ego and be like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just excited that someone else is doing something. Right, 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 right. And, and even just with Dom Jones, Dom Jones is one of my best friends. So, so shout out, you know, there's... Because I don't know how I found or him, but then I was like, oh, this is so sick. And his wife seems super cool. And they're doing great work. So then I was like, hit him. I was like, he was him and another person were the first DMs I sent uh, requesting the pod. He at least replied to me. The other person has not replied yet. But we're trying we're going back and forth. We're trying to get Dom on the pod anyways. But yeah, even just the lately, so my friends, they were it's Kyle and Artem. They are from Washington, came down here to LA recently in the last like couple months even. Like barely yeah. right after like quarantine started to chill a little. They moved yeah. into LA, which was already a risk. Um, but their brand, they have so many cool things like in store. They're just two creative people that I respect so much because of their process. The, yeah. And I learned, I've learned a lot from them. Like they're yeah. like, you know what? We're going to learn how to sew. I'm like, wait, what? Cool. And people can talk the talk, but they're literally for sure. last night making bags for three hours, like learning how to do yeah. it. Yeah. That's so sick. And I, res yeah, I respect that. Until the needle and thread come out. <laughs> Yo, that's a whole nother level of, right. of determination, but I respect it. And I think the idea of being competitive, it can destroy. It can destroy right. your brand, your ideas. It can destroy like everything that you're working for because it's so easy right. to see someone else like, oh, they're doing that or they're ahead of me or they have that connection. It's like, I, I went through it, absolutely went through it. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, someone. Yeah. Someone put that out, and those look a lot like mine, or like right. that was my idea. Just different things, and I, I catch myself, and I, I call it my ego check. Yes, yeah. oh. we all yeah, need because it. <laughs> you can catch yourself not being kind in your mind. <laughs> totally, for sure. And it's 
And it's like the ta- the tried, tested phrase of staying in your own lane, like keeping your eyes on your lane prevents you from getting in the ditch. You know what I mean? Like you're you're driving in your own lane. So whether that, a lot of times, you bring such a cool perspective because you're unlike any guest we've had, but a lot of times, you know, we're talking with youth pastors and, and people that are working in ministry and the, the comparison trap, as it were, is always there. You know what I mean? Of like this right, group right. compared to my compared to my group or, you know, to your point, this brand versus my brand or the way this person treated me um, versus how I treated them. This this isn't fair. This isn't right. But um, I'm so thankful, right, Theo Ryan, he's the real pastor, but um, <laughs> that we serve a God who, you know, bottles up the tears. He's involved in the process. And, like, a person's... I'm not thinking of a specific scenario from my own life, but a person's, like, <laughs> negative behavior will be their own demise or will be far more hurtful than, like, anything that I could ever do. You know what I mean? So, like, if someone ripped off your shorts, like, that personality trait somewhere down the line is going to be more destructive than, like, the email blast you're going to send out to reconcile the situation. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I mean, in college, someone said to me, and he said, comparison is the thief of joy. And I'm sure oh, we've like, yeah. we've heard that before, you know, but actually applying it to my own personal life and my own personal, I'm like, am I enjoying my passions that I feel like God has given me? Am I enjoying other people's passions that they're mm-hmm. pursuing? And if I'm not, then there's something wrong there. Yeah. Like yeah. there's something yeah. going on. Or we introduced an element that wasn't designed there, right? Because you had joy and then you just destroyed it by comparing it. It's, yeah, that can, I have a lot of conversations actually with Dom Jones. I'm like, dude, like, how do I walk through that? Like, how do I not be mad? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. someone didn't rip my shorts, you know, but like, because someone else came right. out with shorts or someone came out with a t-shirt or How like, dare they? Yeah. I'm like, right, right. that's so, it's so basic. Like as far as being upset about that, like, it's so lame that I'm pissed about that. Like I would, ca- I catch myself. Yeah. I'm like, that's lame. I don't need to be mad. Like I have friends who are just stoked for when I put stuff out. So I need to be right. more focused well, and. Like, like, and- I think we, you know, there's there's stuff that maybe we could have gotten away with before, like, COVID and quarantine and lockdown and all the craziness. And then it's, like, now we get exposed to, like, just ourselves and we realize, like, oh, this stuff is so detrimental to my mental and I didn't fully realize it. And so I think, if anything, that's where a lot of that inventory check comes from is, like, okay, yeah, like, obviously I don't want to be this person because, you know, as followers of Jesus, like, there's certain things I'm aspiring to. But beyond that, like, I'm actually seeing how this is affecting my mental health a lot more than maybe I realized it was before all this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm a, I'm a youth leader to a lot of kids. Like, I serve at my church. I've been serving for three-plus years. Like, out of college, I wanted to be a youth pastor. Like, I was very, like, decided that in my brain. And so I catch myself yeah, yeah, yeah. even, I'm like... What I tell my kids and like my students, like how am I, am I am I good? Because if I'm not good, then I need to like make sure that I can get good so I can help them and like make sure yeah, that I'm totally. in the right space, heart and mind. Because sure. if I'm not, I'm not gonna be a good, you know, mentor and advisor and like friend to them. Totally. And sure. you honestly just beat me to it because that's the next point I was going to just asking about, again, a, in addition to being a groundbreaking guest, you're like the first person we've had 
so far in the pod that is not vocationally, from what I know, like employed through ministry. So you're like the person that all of our youth pastor listeners are thankful for, like quality volunteers, you know, like someone who's just serving in the local church on top of what it is they're doing. And so that initially is super cool. And so I was just curious, could you hit on some of the involvement in your local church? Like, what is it? Obviously, you've hit on it a little bit, but you work with youth. Is there a specific age that you like? Is there something you did recently? You're like, yo, my kid is so funny. He did this. He or she did this, and it just cracked me up. Or just a funny youth ministry story. Always. There is something every week I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? But I found Jesus in high school. And so ever since then, I've been passionate about um, serving in youth ministry, specifically high school students. Like That's awesome. Middle school to high school. I'm like, I can rock with these kids. I can make fun of them and they can make fun of me and we're still good because that's, you have to have tough skin to like be, you know, leading and serving with middle school and high school kids because that's real. They are brutal sometimes and pretty savage. Savage unlike any others. (laughs) Truly. I'm like, I'm more nervous for some reason. (laughs) I don't understand. Like I'm older and like been through it, but for some reason I'm feeling judged. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, found Jesus in high school, so I felt passionate about, you know, f- helping other high schoolers find Jesus as well. And just, like, understand that what faith can look like doesn't have to be, like, the classic, uh, you better find God or else you're going to go to hell. It's like, no, no, no. Like, that's right, right. definitely not the vibe mm-hmm. to connect with a high school kid because right. high school is also savage and brutal to For children. Sure. It's so crazy. <laughs> but I serve a, I serve at Mosaic in Los Angeles. Oh, cool. Um, I, you know, before quarantine, we had campuses, so I was a part of Mosaic Venice on the west side. But now, cool. you know, we're a full campus because everything is, you know, one one church, basically, and then online. But um, we, we have a ministry called Mosaic Future. Um, shout yeah. out Mosaic Future. They're Let's go. iconic. So we have an Instagram. They're all on the pod. Like, we love Adeline. <laughs> um, but we have an insane creative team. Our kids are absolutely like mind blowing with also creativity stuff like musical. Yeah. Like they play many instruments. They sing. They design clothes. They do. Th- I'm Let's like, go. wait, what? Like, I'm so blown away by you guys. But we just have like the classic kids on. We uh, we actually have like a basically a church on Sundays, but on Zoom. So it's yeah. called it's called Sunday, and uh, we stick to simple things over there. And <laughs> you know we have the kids pop on Zoom every Sunday at eleven, and we talk about life, and you know talk about what God's doing in their lives, and pray with them, and do games. You know, try to entertain high school kids is also a. another another challenge in itself but we have fun and we just have always that kid who has his camera on but it's the ceiling for the whole hour you know (laughs) yeah sick fan dude we love that we love that we're here for but he's there like he's in the chat he's in the chat hard yeah and so we we're always like hey dude like we love you just checking in he's just like like, you know, gives us a little what's up <laughs> yes. and, and says what's up. But our kids are incredible. We have one who's designing clothes, which I get crazy inspo from. She's, like, selling pieces already. She's in high school, not only a junior. She just Let's got go. signed to a record, record indie, what is it, an indie record label. I'm like, what? So yeah. I'm like, you're inspiring Come me. On. What the? This is crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. 
the next generation. I love it. Okay, speaking of, you know, the next generation and the GARMs, we're going to transition to our next segment of the show, which is the GARMs. So this is like the emphasis on the nitty-gritty nerdy. What are some brands that you are really into rocking and shocking lately? It could be brands or styles, but what is it that's just going to the top of the queue for Adeline? Recently, and I mean, he's old school, but like in my brain, new school brought him back around John Elliott. Oh, yeah, yeah. Super into his vibe. I just listened to a, a podcast that he was on, and I just felt affirmed as a designer. I'm like, dang, homie took out the savings account to start his yeah. brand. So inspired. A lot of basics and awesome. simple pieces that are, like, timeless, which is what I hope yeah. my brand will be. Is just you can buy one thing and wear it till you have four kids and grandkids, you know? So For sure, for sure. I love John Elliott right now. Um, I may, You guys might, like, people might, you know, hate on me for this. <laughs> I'm kind of getting over this whole, like, Jordan dunk situation. <laughs> I know. People might hate on me for that. But simply because, Nike, if, if you're going to make a Jordan, make it comfortable. Like, those are yeah. so That's, flat. Yeah. They're so yeah. flat on my feet. I'm like, I try to work in these and look good at the same time. Impossible. I better get inserts. That's real. So. That's real, real. And also just the idea, there's a lot of uh, the sizing, the women's, you know, yeah. I have a lot of opinions on that, but uh, shout yeah. out Especially Common Ace. With, with working at Kith, it's, I mean, of the many and being in LA, I mean, it can be very ground zero for streetwear and ground zero for the sneaker conversation. And I think for anyone who's not um, just kind of like a mindless hype, like chasing person, like anyone that's like thinking a little bit more about their fashion at some point it's like okay guys we need something to like re-energize this whole thing to make it special that like just your like the same model in a different color like doesn't it's it's not hitting like it used to jump man um and like what is the or what's the purpose of all of us just kind of doing the exact same thing like there's you know there's something to say about trend but then there's something else to say about like diversity in trend or like doing stuff a little bit different so i mean talk about that a little bit working at a sneaker shop is it like has it turned you on to more sneakers and streetwear style or is it you know not turned you off but been like okay i think i'm i'm ready to elevate and levitate i mean super i think i mean having access to to sneakers at retail price is something I never in a million years thought I would have access to that. And that's one of the reasons why, like, I chose to work at Kith was, like, I can be around like-minded individuals, but also I didn't realize that that would come with access to things that I've never had. Like, I didn't grow up in a home with a lot of money, grew up in a, you know, a household, a lot of kids, and me and my dad, you know? And so it's, like, like, the idea of, like, oh, my gosh, a pair of dunks, like, sick. So... And now that I have access to that, it almost brought me back down to earth of like, okay, what do I need? Like, do I need these? Do I need that just because it's a hype release? Like, uh, in the beginning when I first started there, I was like, okay, I need to, like, I finally have access. So I'm going to get what I can. And I have a paycheck that's coming in that I can, like, you know, afford a couple things here and there. But now that there's even these new releases coming out, like, I think the Jordan 1 Hyper Royals are coming out. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't need those. Like yeah. I catch myself yeah. saying, I don't need that. Um, I for like sure. this and I can wear this for longer and it's more timeless. And that's, as you, you've probably heard me say it multiple times already, but like my focus in fashion is if I'm going to buy something, I want to make sure that I can wear it right now as, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm 27, 
living in LA, working my, you know, butt off over here in fashion, trying to figure it out. And then also when I have four kids, own a home and being a CEO, yeah. like I want it to last. Like when I'm right, stepping right, right. off the private jet, the blue jet, like will those same dunks be hitting? That is so literally, literally what I'm yo, I think about that straight up. I recently, yeah. my most recent purchase was a pair of uh, New Balances, the yeah. the 550s in the rose color. It's a specific kit release. And um, I'm like, dang, I'm sleeping on New Balance. Like the, those, that vibe, sleeping. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah, think a lot of people are realizing they don't, I mean, not a lot, but depending on the person, are realizing they don't need every every drop. Because it's getting totally. it's getting old, or there's some new pieces or new designers they can explore and like appreciate instead of the classics sure. that have the money to produce mass produce. Let's say that mass produce sneakers. For sure. Speaking of the herd um, elevating, what you know again ground zero. What's got the streets going crazy right now? Like, I think a lot of times too, and you're in a again multiple hyphenated unique perspective where a lot of the people we have contact with or you know we're um, he's a missouri seattle guy he has socal roots i'm a texas colorado we talk to people from the midwest all the time and so much of what we try to do is like well what like what's people in la doing like la and new york like those that's where the trends come to us and they meet in the middle but what are the real i mean what's got the streets going crazy is what i gotta say because the other day I talked you know to I mean? someone. We try oh. to put ourselves in those shoes of like, oh, yeah, in L.A. they do this. Like, they must do this. Or like, oh, yeah, as seen on the Internet, tag L.A. Like, how can we synthesize this for the Midwest? Or like, how can we synthesize this for, you know, wherever you are, Utah? Yeah, but, I mean, you know. I just talked to someone from like, I don't, I don't remember where they're from, but I was like, yo, Carhartt hits. And they're like. Carhartt's not cool here because we've been wearing Carhartt since the womb. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, oh, okay. Like, yeah. LA, Carhartt is just like the vibe. And right. it's because it's timeless. People are realizing that if you buy one pair of pants, you can wear them literally forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you get somebody else's pants that they wore forever, it's even better. It literally, the vintage. The double I have portion. A, Double portion. (laughs) From the Lord Himself giving me a worn in pair of Carhartts. Thank you, God. Uh, I think what's hitting in LA, I'll say, I'll say, of course, vintage. People love vintage pieces, but it's so freaking, it's so overpriced here. People love to upsell. I think that's lame. Sorry. Sorry, people, if you resell vintage in LA, but people love to buy a t-shirt and uprice it. And that pisses me off because I'm like, what about that kid who just wants a sick piece at Goodwill? Like, for sure. Well, and it's like, seriously, man, like, or, or gal, right? I could find this in the thrift myself. Like, you know what? I may just mess around and go to Goodwill Saturday morning myself and find something. Thanks. Thank you very much. So it's like. Just because something could be priced this, like I think it's better for the community. Like keep those, uh, keep the economics flowing, right? Be pumping stuff in and pumping something out. It's so accessible that it's not, it's not your jewel in the high palace that people have to rob to obtain. Like keep it flowing. I donate, and that's why I donate. I I donate to Goodwill. I don't even. I sometimes will sell things that are important to me, but in my head, I'm like, I'm giving this straight to Goodwill because you know, hopefully the kid who just, you know, can shop, needs to shop at Goodwill 
that they yeah. get the sick tee or the sick pair of kicks that I just was done with. And mm-hmm. they're still good. Everything's still good. I just, I want to give other opportunities. Like if I don't, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, That's it's so, cool. so yeah. interesting too how goodwill, because when my wife and I got married, or before we got married, when we started dating, I was like, oh, I want to go to Goodwill to look for something. And she she never, she was blessed in her family and life that she never had to shop at Goodwill, whether either out, of, either out of necessity or out of interest. So she had no interest in doing it. And so she didn't even know you could buy clothes at Goodwill. Like, she thought it was just a donation drop place. And so it's so interesting, too, how it has become the, like, epicenter for like garms minded individuals to like like um like gold miners in California like sifting through the river of used clothing waiting for that golden nugget and you are essentially like cuz normal people you'd think like oh I'm going to take this vintage tea that says whatever and I'm going to give it to Goodwill and it's going to go to someone in need or you know um that really needs a thing but also there's like a like a teen there that's sifting, again, the gold and finds this thing. And they're probably thinking, where did this come from? And it came from Adeline Saldana. But, and it's like the charity goes, uh, you know, marked and merited in the hallways of heaven. But it's also like pumping into the economy of now that person or that kid found this thing. And I'm going to resell this for $15 and I'll make five. And then I'll, so it's just interesting, I think, a perspective. I think it's interesting what I think. But um, how like Goodwill has become... <laughs> You know, even beyond like just the generic charitable charity site, that it's like, again, it's the mine for gold that everyone's flocking to. People have no idea. Yeah. Like, it's so interesting. I also have friends who just, you know, grew up privileged and grew up with opportunity where they, you know, were able to go buy new clothes whenever they wanted or, you know, yeah. had the funds and their parents had great jobs. And hey, that's a blessing. And we all would agree on that. But for someone like myself, Goodwill was very normal. Like, Mm-hmm. And, you know, going home, washing it, wearing it, boom. Like, hand-me-downs, sure. very normal, especially multiple yeah. kid families. So yeah. I almost feel like I have that one-up of, like, I know that it, like, what it takes to find the gold because I've been in the gold. You know, I've been right, in right. in the Goodwills, you know. So, and I have to introduce friends, like, hey, it's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with going there. There's nothing wrong right. with, some people feel weird about it. I'm like, dude, it's very normal. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's super cool just to hear again the perspective of, you know, somebody that's there at ground zero. Okay. Wrapping up, we want to hit save the best for last. So in our next segment titled God, we just want to know what's God doing in your life? How's God using you? Even just a cool story of recently through quarantine or what have you, but just go off on the big king upstairs hey <laughs> come on king we love the big king <laughs> then we love the big man <laughs> yo he is best friend parent all of the above for me um yeah, yeah. what is god god's doing dang god's god's doing a lot of transformation just in my heart and in my mind recently mm-hmm. for sure working with youth really makes you take an inward perspective of where are you at because yeah if you're helping kids try to figure out who God is and students and young adults who are trying to figure out who God is checking in with yourself about who God is and where you're at with that is, has been like my major, like I think learning point recently. Um, even just like I talked about before ego check, um, Mm -hmm. 
just checking where I'm at and, you know, what's, what am I seeing in the world and checking in about my ideas of being superficial and surface level and those ideas. If I want my students to go deeper with their relationship with God, like, am I doing that? Um, For sure. I think that's definitely the biggest things that God's been doing. He's just been doing like small things, but it means big to me. Yeah. Um, in my journey, and I'm seeing him in like the small, but that means in my heart it's big. Uh, I yeah. think everyone has their own journey with God and on their own, you know, conversation with God. And I think even just being in, you know, in different environments in a retail space, um, I have another boss who believes in God as well. So I'm in a bunch of different <laughs> environments where it doesn't mean that everyone really has a deep relationship with God, but remembering that He's always talking to them like he's always um he's always having a conversation with them it's just at what point is that person maybe gonna oh dang that was god um yeah yeah and so that's definitely been like a major thing is having a lot of conversations with people and just being like myself and being reminded that like god's doing something through me at all times Hmm. and not to wait for permission but that like if i'm gonna do something god's got me and yeah that's major for me. Also like being in the Bible has been tough my whole life for me because I didn't mm-hmm. understand it. Cause I didn't grow up in church. Um, mm-hmm. so I didn't, and going to a Bible college almost failed all my Bible classes. Cause I'm like, I don't understand any of this. I don't get it. Right, um, how right. do I write a paper on the Bible? Like, are you kidding? Um, right. and so I've been pressed to like be prepared at all times to, you know, explain something to a student or, just learn I'm learning more about the Bible and more about scripture um, yeah. because I'm being I'm being pushed in an environment that's making me hey I'd rather be ready than have to like get ready right. totally because that's a worse feeling when you're like hustling you're like I gotta prepare this it's like no one needs that yeah. stress so yeah. that's it yeah I, I listened to uh, a big like people that my wife and I really enjoy are Jonathan David and Melissa Helzer so they're like the Bethel artists um, but they have a ministry out in North Carolina where they, you know, take people and do retreats and, and schools and all this thing. But he talks about the role of a worship leader. And I think it's the role of all leaders is that it's not like we're pioneering to some newfound land or that we're the smartest people in the room or that we as leaders know everything about God. And we're just, you know, throwing the crumbs to the pigeons but our relationship with God is we've walked down this path, you know, if you can imagine in the woods, right? We've gone through the trees, we've gone past the creek, and we've gone up to the hillside enough times that we've worn a path that it's clear. And now our job as leaders is to simply now take people on that well-worn path that we've yeah. just been faithfully going down. So it's not prerequisite that you have to be the smartest it's not prerequisite that you have to be the most eloquently spoken or even the most you know outgoing just are we faithfully walking down that path to meet with the father and then leading people is simply saying like here's the path i've done it enough that i i kind of know how to get down my little path come with me and meet the father so um you're absolutely killing it and so it's super awesome again we're thankful for people that serve their they take their time out of their life to serve in ministry and just like you didn't wait for permission to make the shorts 
guys, take a page out of Adeline's book and don't wait for permission to be used by God. Okay, Adeline, <laughs> as we're wrapping up, before we get you out of here, we have a segment of the show called the Post-Tithe Pickup, a.k.a. the PTP. And so this is after you've given your 10% to the Lord, right? After you've tithed and you've made right in God and... You, you know, your college debt is getting chipped away and your rent's paid and your family's <laughs> taken care of. The money that's left over, what was the last thing, uh, clothing item or, or whatever, that you picked up that you're super stoked on? And what is the next post-tithe pickup that you have in your sights that you're ready to execute? Ooh, okay, definitely my the newest New Balances, that Rose New Balance, that 550 yeah, Rose so New Balance. Cool. So hyped on those, so comfortable. Yeah, yeah I can't. I almost have to like stop myself from wearing it every day because I love them so much and they're comfortable. Um, Next pickup. Ooh, next pickup. I really just want the gray ones of that, to be honest. Like those have been out. People like love them. They've been wearing them, but I'm like, let me just keep tossing, tossing those in there. But there is a new pair. I will say there's a new pair of new bounces that are coming out because of the new Amelion, like, collection collab mm, vibe yeah, yeah. Um, i got a sneak peek of those they look like they could be a lego collab and i am in okay, okay. so okay. get ready i saw that um adidas is actually or like there's an ultra boost legit lego collab coming out where like the three stripes oh. are like little lego bricks what? Yes. So all the, all the brickheads out there, <laughs> all the bricksmen out there, all the residents of Brickburg, is that what it is in Lego movie? Okay, I those are sick. <laughs> like, I love I Legos. No I mean, I'm in. Legos, that's another thing. Underrated Legos. Big, big facts. Because you want to get real. And, uh, and here's the connective tissue between you and the New Balance 990, which again is a uh, heritage brand from New Balance based out of Boston. Yeah. Uh, been around for a long time. The Lego brick is like, um, I mean, just the simplest toy, right? Like these massive architectural feats are done with the most simple multicolored right. brick. Scandinavian in its design, but groundbreaking nonetheless. So I can okay. see the connective tissue between the uh, the passion for the the basics that you know keep on building well adeline you've been a phenomenal guest the last thing left to do is to roll out the red carpet for you tell the people how they can find you on the interwebs and anything cool you got going on yeah you can find me on instagram at adeline saldana or my website adeline saldana.com uh, at full speed not casual at Quota Zone Club. You can request it. Best of luck to get accepted right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get in line, boys and girls. Um, but yeah, I love connecting with people, so don't be afraid to DM me, say what's up, because I appreciate that. Let's go. You have been a phenomenal Sick. guest. This has been another episode of Ministry where, ladies and gentlemen in the Garmy, thanks for being a part. As always, we leave you with this. It's blessings over stressings. Peace. Peace.